0: Shut up and sit down. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Nerd Explaining Podcast. I am your host, Eric Da Silva. With me, as always, is my co host, Jose Romero. What's going on, man? Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Happy Not Father's Day to you. Look at you, keeping your disposable income a- at a manageable level, ready to geek out in a moment's notice. I have to plan yeah, out my I geek stuff. You follow win. your dreams. You can go wherever you want. Uh, I, love it. But, but yeah. <laughs> I am a father, and I have a very wonderful Father's Day. I was uh, literally geeking out with my kids right before we set up to record. I was uh, introducing my youngest son to the movie Labyrinth. Uh, shout out to my OG Jim Henson heads, it's a great David Bowie collab with Jim Henson and George Lucas and Frank Oz, I mean it is a, it is a powerhouse movie of on, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit. Most people, it, obviously, kind of—it's an old movie. So yeah. People just haven't
1: it. probably get around to see it. You know, the i mean, tons of member barrier re- situations. Re- recency bias is always going to kick in, particularly. But
0: if you, if, if, you, if you, if you, are, I say if you are—I say—if you're between the ages of, of 35 to 45, I feel like *Labyrinth* still hits that kind of sweet spot, and it's, it, it, like I said, you uh, should know what it is. Yeah, and you know, if, even if you've never seen it, and you're a fan of music, just on the David Bowie collab level alone, you got to watch it. I, I can't say enough. But I know we were talking about it. Right before I start recording, but it is it is a great underdog nerd film for sci-fi and like fantasy people and it should uh, give it at least one shot if you've never seen it Labyrinth it's, I can't say enough about it and if you have any qualms with it then fight me afterwards I don't mind I will. I—I I don't mind a little a little after school scrapping on behalf of pro Labyrinth that's the way I live my life you know my kids gotta learn you know not not to quote Zack Snyder but if you don't stand for something you'll fall for everything is what I say uh, and you gotta stand for Labyrinth at least a little bit Labyrinth uh, Fist of Cups I'll, I'll do it I'll go it but you know what that, that's neither here nor there. That's nothing we're talking about today. We're recapping all the news of the week, including reviews for Loki, Bad Batch, Luca, and so much more. So, Jose, let's just get out. Let's get out of the way. Let's get into those nerdy news nuggets, nerdy, man. Yeah,
1: nerdy ner- ner- nuggets is plenty here to chew on, if you will. Let's, but let's we'll start somewhere with, we'll start with video games. Did all right. Do video games enough on this show. That's true. Uh We're both gamers, and that is part of the nerd geek culture. Absolutely. So we got some interesting news. Um Obviously, I think the E3 was out. Just last week, and you know, Sony and Nintendo and Xbox are all you know dropping their games coming out the next year. So, everyone
0: is doing their red light district in Amsterdam of videos. Hey, big boy, look what we got. And that's uh you
1: like what you see? You want to party? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of things that they like, particularly the were the superheroes. And we got an announcement of uh, same developer two games, one of Black Panther and one of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, and and the Guardians of the Galaxy. They actually showed footage, like game gameplay footage. I don't think uh, Black Panther. Did. It was just a trailer, like a, right, like of, a, a video trip, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. So whatever, it's fine. But we did get a lot, lot, lot more to chew on for, for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. which obviously will not have the likeness of the versions of them. For obvious reasons, and for good
0: reasons. I heard a lot of people kind of dis- being b- disappointed by that. But you know what? If you saw the Avengers game, you saw there wasn't a direct likeness of, of those course, characters either. Yeah. So you know you got to pay a little extra if you want the likeness. Exactly. So you <laughs> default to the comic book appearance, and that's yeah. likeness Which enough. Is fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't have to. I don't. I don't need it to be you know the, the version of Star Lord and, and, and you know Drax that we know in the films.
0: Yeah. I already certain. feel yeah. I already feel inadequate when I'm watching the live action version of those guys. So make the make believe versions like, oh, of course they look that way. They're make believe, and I can feel better about where my body is. So <laughs> there you go. My you dad bond. So uh, <laughs> which one, like out of the
1: two games, which one? I know we didn't see much of Black Panther, but you right. can imagine what kind of game that is. Uh, you, you know
0: what? First of all, which, I, which
1: one gets it? Which one would you buy? Gunther I am.
0: I am a huge Black Panther fan. I got into Black Panther when Priest was was writing it in the 90s, during the, the Marvel Knights. And they kind of reinterpreted all the Black Panther concepts. It was originally done with art with Mark Texaria, which is amazing artist, And I love it. They, that run really. Person- they they recomposed the idea of like Black Panther as like, what if Batman owned a country? That's how they positioned Black Panther. So like the guy with a thousand backup plans, the guy who's 10 steps ahead of everybody, the super genius, the level of like forethought and ability and accessibility because of the vibranium money that they have was so amazing that I, I, I fell in love with Black Panther with that run and been a fan ever since. So seeing like them carry that over into animation and then to the movies and now, to, and now hopefully to the video game, I'm super excited about that. Uh, I love the fact that they're borrowing elements from the cinematic universe and the comic book, especially if you saw the trailer. You know, I'm not talking out of school, so there's no spoilers, but like seeing Ulysses Claw, l- which looked like uh, the Ulysses Claw from the Black Panther film, and then you see him become the Claw version of himself from the Marvel Universe, like that energy being at the end. I got super excited because that, to me, I felt was a little bit of a lost opportunity. I would love to see Super Energy Claw the way he's in the comic books fight Black Panther. So the fact that he didn't get that in the movie, well, at least maybe not as of yet, but I'm going to get that in the video game, was like super exciting. So I got excited about that. The Guardian of the Galaxy looks great too, not to take one from the other. I just, the Black Panther has a little bit of edge on that, but I will say I liked the, what looked like the the gameplay they showed on Guardians. It looked a lot of fun. I know some people were a little bit mad because it, I, I, it was, Fixed, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you get to play as every Guardian character, or is it just Peter Quill?
1: That, that I'm not sure. I didn't get. I, I wasn't sure if. I, I, that, I, I don't think the mention is going to be going to be like a co-op game. I don't think. Right. I heard it's just um, Peter
0: Quill, but the the Guardians will follow you in every right, step of the Jump adventure,
1: game, which I'm not a big fan of. Okay. I mean, I would prefer. You know, you can. Bounce around, yeah, like almost like in a like, like the Lego games we play, right? Some of those, yes, or different characters, you can switch two characters at the same time on screen, but you can go back and forth, even the Avengers,
0: come. you get to be different. Avengers, Avengers exactly. you through, so right.
1: I really hope that's not the case because that would be a little disappointing. Because it would be cool to play as you know, grew and Dr- obviously, go more. So,
0: yeah, I uh, think we'll see. if they do things where you're as you're working with, uh, as you're working with getting, uh, further and further in the game as you meet certain levels what happens is you encounter uh, a a, a problem and so Star-Lord is stuck so you have to switch to the other character to kind of help him get out of the situation so sort of like you're not really co oping but it's like for a little small part of it you're going to be a little bit of Groot a little bit of of Drax a little bit of Rocket a little bit of Gamora I think that'd be kind of fun I don't know if that will happen I hope it does But if it's just straight Star-Lord, that's cool, because Star-Lord is essentially, like, irresponsible Han Solo. And, you know, who doesn't want to be Han Solo? So I think it kind of carries a little bit.
1: No, I get of course. But, it's you know, I'm just nitpicking as far as 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 the gameplay that I like. But, again, details forthcoming. I don't think they gave a release date for any of these, to be honest with you. But I would assume probably late this year, probably next year, more likely. Um, Moving on, let's do comics here. Sure. This is an interesting uh, thing that came out that you were talking about before the show. Uh, New storyline for X-Men that wrapped up recently in a comic. So I'll let you think yes. right on that. So you got um, the Karma guy. What are we... Uh,
0: okay, so start? here's the thing you got to understand about, about X-Men. Uh, if you are an X-Men fan, uh, a comic book X-Men fan, you understand that there are, there are there's really only two time periods that stick out in your head when you're an X-Men fan. You have the Chris Claremont run, which is 17 years, which is bananas to think about. Uh, someone writing uh, one title specifically for 17 years. But you have 17 years of X-Men, so you have stuff like the Phoenix Saga, both the Phoenix and Dark Phoenix, which that alone is goat status forever. But then you have the Inferno storyline. You have the Fall of the Mutant storyline. You get the Mutant Massacre storyline. You got the Muir Island Saga storyline. You have Extinction Agenda, which to me does not get enough props. I love Extinction Agenda. Like, those were some bananas storylines, and it was seeded throughout the years. So you, you gotta give credit where credit's due, and it was it, it was amazing where nothing was rushed. Is like you would do a little bit of storyline, switch over, and get to it, it was great. And then you had uh you know an in between where you had a lot of different artists who had had a lot of potential, but they couldn't really follow through with what they were trying to seed, like Chris Claremont did. And it's a really solid artist writers. You had Mark Wade, you had Fabian Azia, Scott Lobdell. They all brought a little bit of what they could to the, to the universe. And then when the X-Men movie came out, they decided to kind of shake up the whole universe again, and they brought Grant Morrison. And Grant Morrison is the most over-the-top, big-idea psychopath I've ever read in my <laughs> entire life. He introduced, basically recalibrated the X-Men into a bigger idea concept. So you uh, he because of him, you had the uh, E is for Extinction, where his first storyline... He solved the overpopulation mutant problem by having, okay, bear with me as I explain this to you. Professor Xavier's psychic twin in the womb that he murdered because she tried to kill him first for dominance over the body. She reincarnated herself, found the last uh, biological survivor of the guy who created the sentinel program, used his DNA to reactivate the sentinel program, and then killed 14 million mutants on the island nation of Genosha, which was under control of Magneto at the time. That was his opening storyline. <laughs> it's like, just a, if you're like, how crazy does it get? It goes bananas from there. And he introduced a lot of cool new characters, a lot of fun new ideas. He reinterpreted the Phoenix abilities in a, in a grander sense, uh, gave titles, and, Because of what Grant Morrison did on his new X-Men run, he integrated the Weapon X program that created Wolverine into the same program that created Captain America. And he said Operation Rebirth was actually, it was called the Weapons Plus program. So Operation Rebirth was Weapon 1, and Wolverine, for years, everyone said Wolverine be- uh, was created by a program called Weapon X. And you realize it's not Weapon X, it was Weapon 10. Because it went by Roman numerals. And so he created all this into a new program called the Weapons Plus program, which also created Deadpool, which introduced characters like Phantom X. Like, it's crazy what he did. So he did all that. There's, a, there's more to it that I don't want to spoil for you guys, but like if you're if this sounds Interesting, read Grant Morrison's X-Men. Mike Carey had a pretty good run afterwards. He introduced a lot of cool little concepts as well. And now the X-Men has been taken over by a guy called Jonathan Hickman, which if you've listened to the show, I've expounded the 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 beauty and the Bible of Hickman Hickman. Wrote Fantastic Four and then the Avengers that led to Secret Wars. The dude comes in. He doesn't come in with a with a one year plan, a six issue plan, a two year. He comes in with like a five to ten year plan. So he's come in and he's recalibrated the X Men mythos and universe to a degree that you cannot believe. He started off with these two simultaneous miniseries called House of X and Powers of Ten, and it's been going on ever since. And I I don't want to get too much into it, but from what he's done, not only did he figure out a way to unite all mutants, good and bad, under the banner of we are mutants, we are a nation, we are together, which brought in Magneto and Mr. Sinister and Apocalypse with the X Men, and everyone's like cool with each other, which is crazy. He's even done stuff like he moved, he set up all the Summers family, so Cyclops, Jean Grey. Cable, Vulcan, Rachel Summers from the future, and even Wolverine. Wolverine is now considered part of the Summers family because, get this, on their moon home that they all live in, Jean Grey's room has two uh, doors with no locks. One leads into Cyclops' bedroom, and the other one leads to Wolverine's bedroom. So they have an open relationship with Jean Grey. I'm not saying that they've ever done things to each other. All I'm saying is Jean Grey is... Abidexious, apparently, so that's all I'm saying. So take that for what it is. But and all that is built from other stuff that's done with Claremont, stuff that's done with Morrison, even stuff that's done with Kerry. Like that's how crazy. It is. So not only have they built a new country, and they've done tons of things to to sh- like to really level up the, the the mutants trying to find their place in the world. But you know what? The whole premise of X-Men, they've always been like, X-Men need to find a place in their world where humans and mutants can coexist. Well, well, John Hickman has taken it to the next level. Because humans are so slow to drag their feet and let mutants find their own place in the world, they said, fuck it, we'll just make our own world. There's been an event that just finished wrapping up called the Hellfire Gala. And the X-Men had this giant gala where they invited their... Allies and her enemies with a special event they want to show everybody. And what they did in the final issue of the Hellfire Gala to show what they did is they rounded up all their Omega level mutants and, in the span of one hour, in front in full display of all the major movers and shakers of the Marvel Universe, they terraformed Mars and brought sixteen million mutants to live on that planet. And they now said that Mars is the first mutant homeworld and the capital planet of our solar system. Stealing all of Earth's thunder and going, this is it. And you can't do anything about it because no other country has claimed to Mars. We're here first, we staked our claim, we made it livable, this bitch is ours now. (laughs) Welcome to the mutant universe. Like, it is crazy. Like Talk about like, listen, I'm not saying that sometimes you gotta whip your dick out and go, excuse me? But that's literally what they did. Like it thudded on the table. It shook the silverware. The the, the the all the cups of water trembled like it was that scene from Jurassic Park. They did that, and what a way to shake up the power structure of where mutants are in the whole of the Marvel universe. Then, like straight up going, we want you to see what we can do. Booyah. And if we can make worlds, you know we can destroy it. So check yourself. It is amazing and is. it's now setting up for the next stage of what they call the reign of X, which is now them running things the way they want to run it. So uh, Earth has almost become like a side project for them. Their main focus now is Mars and expanding mutant civilizations, which is bananas. Like I never thought I would see anything like this. And to see this, just if you're an X-Men fan, this is one of those time periods that you know that you're going to tell people like, Oh, you got into X-Men? Okay, you got to read Chris Claremont. You got to read Grant Morrison. Read Mike Carey if you got the time, but you got to read Hickman too. Like that's officially the trifecta of X-Men dominance. And the story's not even over yet, which just makes it more exciting. So if you're into comics, you got some disposable income, maybe it's Father's Day, and you're thinking about like, what do I read? Pick up the trade of House of X and Powers of Ten, and then pick up the Five issue storyline, for Hellfire Gala and just take in the goodness of what it means to be an X-Men right now because it is fantastic.
1: I'm sure there's some people out there saying, read, what is that?
0: Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, maybe they have audiobooks, I don't know, but I prefer, I
1: prefer, I, I I prefer a, a,
0: you get a tablet, that's tablet, that's I prefer a that. floppy or a hard, uh, or a trade paperback, but you know, if you're if you if you're a lapsed X Men fan, get in it now. If you're an X Men fan, I'm not talking out of school. You know what I'm saying. But if you've never read an X Men comic, like. This is the time to really get into it. And, you know, it's only, it's only been out for maybe like two or three years, this storyline. So it's really uh, uh, new. It's only been like 21 issues out, I think, of all the new storylines that have been kicking out. So it's not that hard to get into it. But so much stuff, so much interesting big ideas and re- a restructuring of concepts. Like, you got to give it a chance. But definitely, Jonathan Hickman's House Powers 10 leading to this Hellfire Gala. Like, solid, solid, awesome stuff. Can't say enough about it
1: is the kind of stuff we probably will never see
0: on film don't say that you don't know i i never thought we would see infinity war on film and we saw a mm. banana at least
1: not anytime soon
0: huh? no 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 you're you're talking like 10 20 years in the future yeah, well, at, way, least, way, at least at least like not we haven't least. even seen x-men one in the marvel scenario so, exactly. so started but i will so. <laughs> say here's a funny thing in the hellfire gala in like the issue before the big issue where they where they terraform mars in the big party the X-Men are having Cyclops has a conversation with Kevin Feige oh, shit. <laughs> and Kevin Feige is like so you guys are mutants what's your story and Cyclops is like well it's a little complicated <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's in there. If you're talking about it, like listen, everyone knows, it's only a matter of time. So if they can take a way to incorporate all the key points of Chris Claremont and Grant Morrison and funnel it through the new way that that that, that Jonathan Hickman is doing X Men, you want to talk about what it dif- to differentiate the the Marvel X Men versus the Fox X-Men Jonathan Hickman is a way you differentiate where cuz it's such a bigger idea and such bold moves as opposed to what Fox did that's how you make it make it different while still Showing that it's all the same universe and they're all connected. This is the way right. to
1: do it. I mean, I don't think... And Fox had to go that, that route anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. There was, it was, this wasn't X-Men, even happening at the, the time.
1: casual fan was new to, to X-Men. So, yeah, that's the proper way of introducing them, you know? Yeah, but um, uh,
0: now that we, now we have to... world well, the reboots, we have to kind of show the same but different. Hickman is oh, the right, same course, but different.
1: Yeah, and I'm curious what Mar- how Marvel... take What approach they take to giving us the yes. X-Men um i think everyone's kind of waiting on that one um i'm sure that's
0: i think Hick- hickman is a, oh, a big a big uh, a big sign in the direction marvel's gonna go with it so you know get anyone on the ground floor because it's pretty solid
1: okay interesting i see marvel's marvel's hitting in all cylinders mm-hmm. and we'll get to marvel later but unlike dc who's yes. still kind of struggling but listen you know good or bad take it for what it is you know we got Point coming up uh one of the next uh, dc films and uh andy machete well i may rephrase andres machete andres machete yes yeah argentinian and i keep the latino here because the media to keep us down and say andy but it's not andy it's andy <laughs> god damn it so course, a fan geek
0: in the house that's what i'm talking exactly. about exactly
1: and of course he directed mama and the both it films so yeah this one looking forward to we talked about this we got all, you know mark keaton coming back if that, that's worth the price of admission hell yeah all, all by itself and we got a couple small things he dropped some logos these two obviously it's in full it's in full production now Yeah. should be wrapping up within the next month or so probably but you dropped the logo of the, the new Flash logo, I guess, part of the suit. Saw yeah, that, also, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. It's fine for what it is, and you got the Supergirl yeah. logo as well, which I'm excited about because sticking with the Argentinian um, Latino theme, Sasha Calle, right, has Colombian, a Colombian, right? If i a, remember, a Colombian yes, descent. exactly. Yes, she's obviously cast to play Supergirl. I, I don't know if there's gonna be a. Latin version of a supergo, but we'll take what we can get. Right, <laughs> At this point. I, I,
0: I, th- I think I think DC is doing Hispanics the way Star Wars does Hispanics. It's an Hispanic actor, but you know they're from a planet. They're they're not they're not right. essentially what you are, but they are they start actors. Right? Yeah, we're, absolutely.
1: We're, we'll toss them in this. It's fine. I'll, we take what we can get these days. But that's kind of a big deal, particularly if I mean I'm assuming that if you know you know the, the fans take tour. To like what they see, I'm sure they're gonna just line up a movie or a series or something for her. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. But either way, so I mean, the, the logo dropped. I mean, that doesn't get get my juices flowing much. Well, but, you know, I like the fact that her logo
0: I mean. her logo looks very much in the Zack Snyder world, which I thought was kind of a, a nice little uh that is tribute. Yes, you're So right. I you're thought that was right. kind of cool. Like yeah. he could have gone a completely different way with it, but he's like, no, we're gonna stick with the with the Snyder version of it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, it's a good
1: suit that that that's. How many problems? The but suits the suit is solid, out. yeah. The suit is <laughs> solid. Was, I, I, that was not one of. Those
0: absolutely, episodes. absolutely. I, I will give credit where credits due. That suit is very solid, and I like that. Yes. Even to the point that it had the little etchings of like the Kryptonian symbols in the in the S itself. It's there yeah. too. That was cool. Yeah. That's I, cool. yeah, I I like that. And I don't know if you heard about this. There, I, I don't know if it's a rumor, if it got confirmed, but the guy who plays Flash on the CW TV series is set to appear in the movie as well.
1: I heard. I, I I think that's just rumor for now. So I, let's see. That nothing's been confirmed, and not, not not even by good sources. So okay, that's I'm not, because I'm be because right Ezra now. Miller, surprised me though.
0: Ezra Miller surprised. showed up on the on the on the Flash's show when they had the, the their version they of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know maybe it's that moment in film, you know, or an extended version. Be, like be,
1: I, I would, i be surprised. I'm sure, I'm sure it'd be like a quick one minute scene or whatever, a quick cameo. Course. You know,
0: I I honestly think that the guy who plays uh, I forgot his name, Brent. Austin, uh, I think it is. I forget his name, but I think he's a really solid Flash to the point that I think they should have used him for the movies instead of Ezra Miller. I liked him. As, I, the show, wasn't a huge fan of, but I did like him. Yeah, also. his his Flash, I thought was really good. Yeah. I will say that uh, the that bringing him in, even if it's just for a small cameo scene, kind of like the, uh, the movie version of what happened in the TV series, I think is a great way to kind of give credit to this dude because his show really put a lot of groundwork to people just kind of being automatically on board with the flash because in Zack Snyder's uh, movies, he he never even gave flash the name flash. So he did almost no effort for, for what the flash did in terms of like what what he brought to the movie, whether it's the, the, the Josh version or the four hour longer version of justice league. Uh, he, did, he showed more, and he was integral to the storyline, but he didn't give any, like, oh, now you're the Flash. He didn't give him his superhero right. name. But I mean,
1: there was no real origin story, period. Right. And that, and I, I'll i blame and, Warner Bros. for that. Absolutely. But, but I feel like yeah.
0: CW did a lot of the heavy lifting no, for no, us to I, just I, I take agree. that at face value because we knew so much of him because yeah, of that.
1: Yeah, nothing else. It, like, I hate the show, whatever. It did introduce it to the casual fan for the most part. Absolutely. These people know of him. If you didn't know of him, they do now. So... That's only going to help this, but this is one of the movies I am excited about for DC.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Because um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it's kind of a, the own version of Multiverse, which we're getting in Marvel. Right. right. This, of all these Batmans and Ben Affleck's in it, and let's you know, Supergirl, mm-hmm. and you know,
0: maybe the old Flash.
1: So it's it's interesting. I, I I can't wait to see a trade on this one. Yeah, sure. I, I I'm, um, ho-
0: I'm this is one of those movies I'm hoping works out. Like I have the same feeling about this movie as I did with the first Wonder Woman movie, where I was like, I hope this is this this is better than what I've seen before. And if it's just as good as the first Wonder Woman movie, I'm I'm I, okay, I'm I'll
1: I'll I'll be, a fan. I'll be ecstatic if it's that
0: good. Yeah. And it, it, Wonder Woman wasn't movie. even that great. It was a good movie, but it wasn't that great. But it was a good movie. I yeah, want it to be. Really, really if movie. it's just on Wonder Woman level, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. If oh, it's, yeah, totally if it's Aquaman, top. I won't because Aquaman, I I promise, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just too much, and I don't want to feel overwhelmed when it's watching a movie. Uh,
1: yeah, that's and this one could have a lot of things. That's that what I'm worried think. about. Don't I go mean,
0: Aquaman too much.
1: Right. Let's see. I mean, like I said, we'll wait for the trailer. At least the first trailer one. You know, right. It'll probably be next year. But um, there were a couple of other trailers that did drop. Yes. Um, one was DC, and we'll start there. And that was Titan Season Three coming out yeah. right on HBO Max.
0: So I, I forget. I don't know if we talked about it before. Were you are you a fan of the show? Um, I've seen only the first season. I never got around to the second season, not because I didn't like it. Um, just I, I, I. A, there was the time, and B, like the first season. I know their their budget was limited, and I people have told me you got to watch the second season because their budget goes up a bit, so they get to do a little it bit does. more. Agreed. but I felt like it, it it they were tackling a lot of like big characters that their show th- they didn't have the proper way to show you their relevance or their ability, and so their importance was also diminished as well. So I like listen, uh, I I I love watch I love the Teen Titans, uh, I love Beast Boy, and. Seeing Beast Boy in that show, they did so many of those, like, cutting corners CG transformations to show him be an animal that I was like, uh, okay. Like, that's like, I I, I was actually surprised that they didn't just go lean in heavy to what they would do in the 80s where they would just show the character and then focus on the shadow and have the shadow transform and then move back. (laughs) Like, that would have been better than some of the tricks they tried to do in that first season.
1: Yeah, I mean, Uh, it was a DC app at the time right so so i get it so i I, I, I won't hold that against them
0: but on the on the flip side uh i I love doom patrol and doom patrol looks like garbage and that just adds to how great the show is because they should be (laughs) garbage garbage heroes and so the fact that they all look bad is it it's like it's the point, so no, I,
1: exactly. yeah, you agree. yeah, it adds to it. It's, it's supposed to be right.
0: So, I, 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 I saw the trailer, I, I, I'm i actually very impressed on what they're doing now with that third season. So, I, I will go to the second season. Yeah, we got the red, red
1: hood there, and all yeah, the yeah, yeah. The yeah.
0: joker's there. I
1: red thought it was kind of yeah, cool. So, I mean, I like Times of show which I like, I don't think it's great, right? Nice enough, but it's fine, you know. I enjoyed it. The second season was a little better. Uh, we got Bruce Wayne, uh, what's his guy's name? Uh, Ian Glenn,
0: right? Cool. I heard, I, I heard, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, who's great as as Bruce Wayne? Yeah, we don't see him as Batman. We see him as Bruce Wayne. Okay, cool. And but he's really good. And there's a couple one episode with him particularly. I'll, I'll say this: it's, it Bruce Wayne is stripping. It's it's on the stripper uh, stage. It's it's, it's hilarious. Um, all right, I gotta, yeah, I gotta now just on that. Now I'm gonna have to yeah, watch it. Now I'm gonna have to. It's interesting. Um, but I guess a decent show. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I think now HBO Max that it's on HBO Max. I would assume the budget's gonna balloon a little bit. Right. I'm guessing, because HBO doesn't want to, you know, has a reputation, and, you know, they usually do good work. And right, production, right. Anyway, so looking forward to it. Okay. The other trailer. Uh, Netflix is dropping, of course, their animated series for He-Man. Yes! Universe, which is actually pretty exciting, because Netflix has done well with these you know animation of old properties whether it be uh voltron or transformers even shira
0: shira um, came out and they they, they rebooted the, the whole yeah, like the, concept of it yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. You know, the things like castlevania so yeah doing well in this anime realm so this came out um it, it looked cool man uh, it I, did I, kevin yeah, smith
0: uh, is a showrunner on this thing yeah, so exactly. he brings a lot of nerd cred to it up front you know so you, you you know some people may be a little bit like oh what is he gonna do and he's even said that uh, uh what's which, which is exciting to, to see is He's his idea to start off the show is the first episode not visually because visually it, 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 the same art studio that did Castlevania is doing is doing this He-Man series which is awesome to hear about because yeah. if you're a fan of like how good Castlevania looked like then you're gonna be a fan yeah. of like this. so they he said that. The first episode starts off, and it almost feels like another episode from the original Master of the Universe cartoon. And then halfway through, there's a turn, and the shift becomes more modern in terms of the concept of the way they tell stories. But it's still set in that Masters of the Universe world, which is really exciting. So, it is.
1: Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, because it's Netflix, I'm a little more excited about it. And I love He-Man. I was a big He-Man yeah. fan growing up. Um, so I'm interested to see how they take this. I know the movie's coming out.
0: Wait, no, actually, time. there's a little bit of a delay because the guy who was supposed to play He-Man quit.
1: Yeah, it's been that, that's, it's gone. That always gone to the ringer. Yeah, man. Week. I uh, I'm not gonna get excited about it, but at least we get the animated version. I'll take it for what it is. Um, I if, ask you this because yeah. uh, one of my co-hosts on the the Romantor show he posed this question. I was talking about this uh, last week, and he says, uh, "Done the cats." Or He-Man.
0: Oh, He Man! Oh, He Man! All day, He Man! Really? All wow. day. He-Man.
1: I actually went Thundercats, the to be honest with you. No, all Another day, He Man. Trust me.
0: Uh, uh, wow. Let me tell you something. Uh, the 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 Thundercats is it's a fun show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from it. Mm. But like for me, when I was growing up, my trifecta was Transformers, GI Joe, and He Man. Okay. Like yeah. that was it. everything else yeah. was 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 just an expansion of those themes. But if you want to talk about like. What set the tone for like eighties kids, eighties cartoons, Transformers, He-Man, and GI Joe all day, every day. Like that is. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. There's no, I'm not. There's no dispute that. Easy. So, and, and and He-Man had the most interesting toys because most of the figures were you know small ones like six inches maybe. This was like.
0: No, most of them were three and a three three and three oh, quarters. Three, sorry, this and was He-Man six, right? six. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah, and, and, and they're big and bulky. So. And, and here's and the, the the one of the coolest parts too. Uh, the He-Man figures you could snap their arms off and put them back in and they wouldn't break. And that yeah. was super exciting. Like I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" <laughs> so and, and and like they were the first ones to have like really cool action figure Features like Ram Man was legs which sh- you shook him down, and he would pop up. Um, uh, 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 Manny faces had three faces. He would twirl yeah, around on the 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 Robotor, when you moved his body left and right, the gears in his torso would shift around, which is awesome to see. Moss Man had velvet stink or actually stunk. Like they yeah. had battle yeah. damage punch. Like it was awesome. Like they. What they did for action figures in terms of like uh, their their functionalities are still being used today. That's how great they set everything up. So like I I can't stress enough about how exciting it is because not only as a as a as a cartoon fan, not as a storytelling fan, but as an action figure fan, they short of Transformers, they pushed the level of what a figure can do every single time. The only thing they messed up on, man, is they had a thing with the snake pit where they had slime. They, they say, oh, you can pour it on your figure, that's slime. But they never said, by the way, after you do that, the slime will get stuck in your figure for fucking ever. So go fuck yourself in your collection. Like, do you know how many times I had to buy a He-Man figure because I thought, oh, no, this one, the slime will come off. And it, it just ruined more and more figures. And my mom was like, I'm not going to buy you any more fucking toys. You're ruining it. I was like, no, it's the slime that's ruining it. No one told me anything. Like... So uh fuck you for that master universe you didn't you didn't warn us but besides that awesome toys awesome gameplay awesome I mean awesome yeah, stories if you, yeah,
1: yeah if you found of the toys for those who haven't seen it there's a, a docu series on Netflix the toys that made us
0: Oh I haven't seen that one yet
1: Oh, man, and one and of the toys that the Transformers, but He-Man's another one they focus on. Oh, I got to check it out then. Yeah, you got to check that out. You would particularly love that. Dope. So, yeah, it talks about all the action figures and you know the, the origins of it. And all oh, and quick shout-out,
0: by the way, yeah. uh, Mark Hamill does a voice of, of Skeletor. So, you know, if oh, you want... Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Super excited right. about that. So, yeah. yeah just good. So, looking forward to that, I think that's going to be cool.
1: Yes. Um, I got two more. Let's do, let's do two. Let's, okay. let's do this one real quick. Sure. So, we have uh, James Gunn came out the other day. Yes. And he was talking. And this is just talk. Right. This is nothing. This is not well.
0: even in development. This is not even close <laughs> to development. This is a no
1: one's radar. We're going to get that X-Men run that you talked about <laughs> But it's kind of fun, though, particularly uh, from him, who obviously directed for both companies. Right. And he was talking about, you know, uh, having a suicide verse, well, Suicide and Guardians crossover. Kind okay. Of which is fascinating. You know, he wouldn't say he'd do it. Right. He just would like to see, and he's talked about it, and he's talked to both companies about it. I'm sure very casually, though. Not, sure. Again, nothing in the works here for this at all. But that being said, that would be kind of
0: awesome. You know, if he did it for those if two he properties, did. If he did it. then it would be kind of awesome. Now, yeah. if you want to go even even bigger in with that idea, like just the idea of a Marvel-DC crossover. Uh, first of all, uh, financially-wise, I, I don't think anyone could make that happen anywhere close because just on the number of actors you would have to get in there, it would it would be the GDP of a small country to get all that working that way. So I don't even know if you could pull that off. Uh, I think uh, you so, could
1: only because in the back-end, the potential money that this could bring in. Yeah, if
0: you do all back-end, then that might be it. But
1: And it's just like, listen, do you want to spend, I don't know... Uh, 500 million which is obscene for any movie right right but you're gonna make two billion in its sleep well the, listen if you right? think, so no, if
0: you spend a billion on this movie then you would you, that movie would probably make five billion because just on the star power alone you people are gonna go to watch it. if you say listen we're gonna get henry cavill and robert downey jr that alone is already a billion <laughs> dollars in the bank could you, that
1: couldn't. That was never gonna happen. I, I, I know it's never gonna happen, could, but I'm you just never saying. Never see a DC whatever. I mean, uh, DC. And look, the, so
0: look, I'd be great. Chris Evans, fans. Chris Evans versus uh, Ben Affleck. Are you kidding me? Captain America versus Batman. Oh my God! Like no, you're. That'd
1: be great. You know, Flash versus Quicksilver or Boner, whoever you want. to call. <laughs> Put him up against. his final.
0: Look, Scarlet <laughs> Witch versus Wonder Woman. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're, no,
1: you're, it'd be just, just, I'd just, I don't know. Pure fan fantasy. It'd be. I don't think there'd be a, a bigger movie or something as hyped for anybody. No way. That's, yeah. That's something like that. It'd be impossible. The hype would be. You wouldn't be. Just, Insane. You wouldn't contain yourself. You, would, you wouldn't. Insane. If they even announced this, would people just really blow loads all over the place. Simon.
0: But that's what I'm saying. If you, you could, you could put a billion dollar budget in that movie, and that movie will make five billion because just on 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 the fan cast alone, you'll break even. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like you could do it, but it would take at least. Five years of contract negotiations and script planning, because you know there's going to be people like oh this guy gets screen time, I get extra time. Just think about the amount of effort they have to put in for oh, Hobbs man. and Shaw oh, for who God, won, and it. how much screen time and word count. Like there'll be so much ego in there that it, it'd, it like if they could pull it off, then the next thing they should do is have peace in the Middle East. Like that's how complicated <laughs> this. Would. But if they could pull it off, that means it is possible.
1: Oh, no, it'd be, the, the, the only way, and, and I would do like a big DC Marvel. It would be like the the teaming up. It wouldn't be. Oh, worse. of course, you couldn't. It's a, that's n- that would never happen as far as because who who's the winner? The, no, no, studio's gonna let them get beat by the other. It's just not gonna happen. Well, and you, in the truth, we're all gonna get pissed off. So it well, has yeah, to be well, them versus. What? No. What it
0: has to happen is it is a classic comic book move where they're fighting each other, and then midway through oh, the fight, right. so midway, there's no winner or loser. Yeah. Midway, that's when the big bad shows up, and so. Yeah. so oh, may, oh, maybe
1: Martha gave birth to everybody. Uh, 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 ah.
0: <laughs> uh, Spider Man's like, that's my mom's name too, is it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's is my aunt's name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> me. I'm Martha. you fucking dummy. Uncle Mar- <laughs> what did you say that name? <laughs> what did uh, they, they divide all the heroes from orphans all go here <laughs> <laughs> and it was Martha on the right oh, oh man uh, so. it was Agatha all along <laughs>
1: So that would be big for, I think it'd be much bigger for DC than it would. Uh, oh, yeah, it will be. It, at this it, point, oh, yeah. Man. Like, if, they, they will need this more. Obviously.
0: Like, put it this way. If Marvel does this, they need to get a tax credit because holy shit, what a favor <laughs> that is. That is charity work on the <laughs> oh, highest that, level.
1: Yeah, be something just utterly ridiculous. But <laughs> again, we're definitely not <laughs> seeing that in our lifetime. I can pretty much guarantee that. No,
0: don't say never, man. Don't say never. I never thought we would see a Ghost Rider movie and I saw him with Nicolas Cage twice. I just so, wish we
1: did not get a Ghost Rider so
0: Are you me. kidding me? Like I love Nicolas Cage Ghost oh, Rider. It was so Listen, bad it was I love good. Nicolas
1: Cage, not even wrong and I love how bad he is. And he's he like, he's underrated. He's a good actor but he does yes. really work. Um, but he's just always, he doesn't give a shit let's be honest he's,
0: But put it this way he's getting a check the <laughs> reason why I love Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider is because I read a review and as soon as I read the review I wasn't sure if I was going to watch this movie because I'm, I'm a Ghost Rider fan but I was a little bit on the fence to Nicolas Cage but I read this review that was supposed to be an insulting review and I took it as like now I have to watch this movie and the review read if you ever wondered could Nicolas Cage overact to the point that his head catches on fire congratulations <laughs> you found the movie I'm like oh I gotta watch this now oh, I gotta see it that's pretty funny bye uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, but that's not the only thing we never, we never get to see. <laughs> uh, this next story is going to give us something we will never see, and that's unfortunate because apparently, Warner Brothers uh, has made Batman obviously one of the greatest heroes, right? That we've all known, right? Yes. Um, but unfortunately, it's made him the most inadequate lover of all time. Oh you yes, because
0: they will not allow him to perform or pleasure the cunningest uh, on the caddis. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I just. I don't get it. So it goes back to Harley Quinn, which is a great series. Super movie, fun. actually. Yeah, very fun show. It's 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 definitely out, out of the box um, in a good way.
0: I, I was surprised and, how many jokes per minute they pack into that fucking show. Like it's okay, a, it, it is like it's like a machine gun. It's shoot, like,
1: is bonkers, but it works. Yeah. It's a really fun show. It's very underrated. Yeah. So I guess um, one of the writers, creators, we were talking about um, how Wonder that They had a scene where, yes, Batman was supposed to have a uh, sex scene with Catwoman. Was supposed to Not go a honor. sex scene, an oral sex scene. Well, an oral sex scene. And like, they shot, one of us shot that down, obviously because, you know, hero, quote unquote heroes don't do that. Right. Uh, how they supposed to sell Batman toys if the heroes per, heroes perform or sex. I said do or sex. It's going to sell more toys. But that's, <laughs> that's the kind uh, of toys. Different kind of toy. Yeah, uh, different kind of toy. Uh, yeah. you're gonna just Bat-X or Bat-This. Um, Bat-Plug. Um, <laughs> 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 I mean, if you have a back shark repellent, goddamn it, you're going to That's what I'm saying. The Bat-Strap. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> Is um, so it's got... Like the knight, yes.
0: I am vengeance. Uh, it says it on the size. I am, I am vengeance. You deserve. I mean, I mean, I'm not I mean, the let's... lover you need. I'm the lover you deserve.
1: <laughs> and he's gone the <laughs> this is actually it's interesting i mean obviously i get it why they wouldn't love to do it i'm, I'm not saying they should obviously they should i understand that completely but it's batman okay i guess they want the villains can do what they want and i get that that logic
0: first of all but yes, dc I mean, I, yeah. seriously go <laughs> fuck yourself like out of all the shit that you let are do on harley quinn which is clearly out of continuity like if you're gonna oh, just course, it, yeah. since it's yeah. out of continuity just let, do, like it's not somebody like this is happening in the mainstream universe and it's issue number one and we're making it kid friendly like it's not that so if you're doing an out continuity rated our cartoon series they just fucking do whatever do whatever it doesn't matter and that being said i still think batman goes downtown i mean he lives in a cave he's used to going underground i don't know what the problem well, is here it he takes the call off because i don't know if that could be a very there's a little pointy here that listen that. batman there, batman know. spent 20 years of his life training to be at peak Human functionality, both physically and mentally. If you tell me that guy doesn't tear things up when he when he gets down, then you're a liar. That dude does. Uh, that dude does ties up. That does uh, does does uh, BDSM. That dude does safe words. That dude does every. What's it called? The, the sex wing. Oh yeah, it's got wings. all that. And, and so on. yeah, you're kidding me. cat so, hey, Catwoman, like, you know, say what you will about all Batman's girlfriends or, or, or lovers or the cases, a like, guy Catwoman's the only one that can keep up with him because. He could be as real as he wants because of who they both are. Like that is a person where, like, not only is he going down her, but she's like, she's like, she's she's eating his eating his booty like groceries. Like it is, it is a, They're they're sharing things they would never share with anybody else because that's who they are. They understand each other. So if you said. Batman doesn't go down on Vicky Vale. I might let that slide, but on Catwoman, nah, that shit
1: is all in. In real life, Alfred does not let that slide. He he's taught him better. He raised him better than that.
0: That's, you know, it's so it, I mean it's very British etiquette. So you you do, you, you, know, you have yeah. to you have to be prim and proper. Afterwards, you say you say good day, lady, and you you know we move forward. But like no, nah, it it, it, it you're, DC, you're you're stupid for for doing <laughs> this. Um, like like real heroes wear capes and they have mouth technique. That's just the way it is. So. And first of, all, first of all, I will say this. Once again, you got to give big ups to Marvel. DC is telling an out-of-continuity adult cartoon, you can't have Batman go down on on on, on Catwoman. But in Marvel, there was a scene where, where Janet Van Dyne was in her bed, in a bed, and she's naked. She's got the sheets over her. And she's, like, moaning, and you think she's having a bad dream. And then she goes, oh, my God, that's great. And when she lifts up the blanket it's ant-man shrunk down to six inches and he's soaking wet and he's like yeah I, that's in continuity that's in continuity so you're marvel dominating you again like not only do, do do marvel heroes go down but it's all in like it's so seriously dc screw you step up your game nobody likes a, a halftime crook that's what i'm saying
1: uh, dc get your act together
0: but that being said, those are the nuggets for the week. That was some amazing news nuggets. I mean, think about it. We went from video games to oral sex. We covered every... We covered everything. Both versions. Literally, it was a devil's triangle of, of news that we've covered. Both ends. We covered. We went back and forth. So uh, it, was, it was amazing. But we're not done because now that we got the nuggets out of the way, now we got to go to the second part of the show. One of my favorite parts of the show is the reviews. Uh, and we have yes. we have three major uh participants this week and all mainstream not like we may not have heard about this all big time stuff so jose which one are we tackling first
1: uh, well, given the fact we just ended up with effects this, this, this or sex, let's go back to Little Kid Friendly for a sec. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Weird transition, but okay. Yeah, you know, what the hell? You know, we, we gotta clean ourselves up. Okay, let's clean, do it. Exactly. Cleanse ourselves if you will. Sure. Cleanse The palette. Okay. So let's start with Disney Plus releasing Luca. Yeah. Uh, which came out this past weekend. Of course, we had you know, Omar San Cristobal, one of our who's that's an right. Animator, no, no, he so. a
0: character, technical character director, yeah. character designed and and uh, and uh, uh, in fact uh one of the characters he worked on was uh the girl's dad with the one arm mm-hmm. that was one of his characters they primarily uh, worked okay. on which is super exciting okay. but uh but uh, yeah i i what did you think of the of the movie
1: well since I was on the show and if i hated it i couldn't really say it, <laughs> it so <laughs> you no know what I'm, I'm gonna like the movie um I'm, I'm, I'm a huge pixar fan of course um i love pixar yeah and i would say it's hard because they're always <sighs> comparing them to other pixar films sure it's, it's hard not to sure that being said, I like the movie a lot. It's not one of the better Pixar films. I would mm-hmm. say it's kind of middle of the pack,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, to be fair. Uh, really, the animation is phenomenal, as always. What else is new? Um, I like the story. Uh, only, I mean, not to make this too long, but the only complaints I would say is that this is more geared for kids. Yes. Which is not Pixar's, you know, when, when they're the best, they're really telling adult stories that are kid-friendly. Right? This one felt like a okay like kid story for the most part. Sure. Um... And it didn't have that heart that that Pixar usually gives. And I'm not saying it had heart, not as much as like like Soul, for example, came out recently. I thought that right. was a better film, and that had more of that heart. It kind of it kind of got to you, right? Um, because it was more adult themes. Yes. Which is Pixar excels is when you do that, whether it be Toy mm-hmm. Story, Incredibles, for example. So, but overall, I, I liked it. It was, it was definitely a, a must-watch if you're a Pixar fan. It's very well done. I was entertained and all that. Just again, just not one of the better Pixar films. That's all. And that's a, that's a
0: small. Component. I I will say. I have to disagree with you, Dad, because I feel like Pixar does two types of movies. It does a kid movie with adult things, and then it does a hundred percent all-in kid movie. And you know, to that point, you look at stuff like uh like the original Toy story uh later on they got to more adult subtext teams with other But the, the first toy I story toy story is very
1: adult too because kids don't know what it is to not have their toys
0: they do they've lost, I've lost toys as a yeah, kid it, so you relate yeah, to that i think i you're, think you're, you're, you're
1: as an adult you, I, I think you look or even nostalgic to an adult to see monsters
0: monsters inc very very very
1: M- kid monsters inc is more of a kid thing but some of the some of the worst ones also good dinosaurs. a kid thing cars two
0: was a kid thing cars yeah. all, all cars the first two cars definitely kids cars three was a little bit more adult but the the first yeah part three is more adult but the second was more was strictly the kids Yeah, yeah, straight for kids yeah yeah. especially plane airplanes or planes where they called it you know that was that was that was kid as well that's what i'm saying
1: and i think they do better with things like inside out and have really high high high-end concepts right Uh, The incredibles that's so adult it's not even funny and those are some of the better movies Right. right wally um what else uh even up
0: yeah, oh, I mean, up season. is totally adult. That, that's, that's what I'm saying.
1: When they excel, I'm saying when they ex, excel, ex, 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 ex ex, it's mostly most of the times because they're doing adult things. That
0: that being said, know? what what I what I uh, I I liked. I know I know this is a good Pixar movie, or you know, it, it, you you say it was good, but not one of the best. I say it leans a little bit more towards it. Maybe it's a lower level of the best because my kids saw it, and the next day they said, "Can we watch it again?" So if there's an automatic re- replay value of it. That's how you know you, you struck certain chords. Now, mind you. Did it have elements of stuff like uh, Finding Nemo? Absolutely, you totally. Oh, yeah, you yeah, so, yeah. But uh, it also was uh, unique in itself enough that you you didn't it didn't feel like you're watching another version of a, of, a, of the same kind of story. You know, as always, especially kid uh, kid movies, it's always about a kid who's transitioning from small child to teen, and he's trying to find his place where he can manage his right. own independence with from like his family's value, age. and so. I love the the way it was played out. I love the the uh, the the animation itself. I thought it was a big step in a bold new direction because, and we talked about this with Omar, it felt almost like a claymation, and it felt almost like a Wallace and Grummet but smoother. You know, yeah, uh, I agree. I love that 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 new form, that new texture that they've created from like the water to the clothes and the hair. Everything looks so fantastic and fun. Uh, I felt it was it went. The pacing was fantastic. It never, no point that I felt like it was dragging. I thought it, it moved along and kept the the levels of 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 of, 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 of uh, necessity to always move forward. It never felt like they were meandering. Uh, I, I I thought all that was was fantastic. Um, to me, I would give it. Almost like a B plus A minus. That's where I, I would land the movie because yeah,
1: I'd I, I, I give it a B plus, I'm a B
0: B plus, yeah. I, I to I'm me, sure. it's in a great point. Like it, it can go one way or the other. Um, but like the animation, the voice casting was fantastic. I thought everyone nailed it out out of the park. And once again, Jose, I don't want to say that that we have we should be hired as movie producers. I'm not trying to say that, <laughs> but damn it, the proof is in the pudding. When when we have Peter Santa Maria on. We brought up the idea of a Godzilla TV show, and I pitched my version. And what did he say? Holy crap, how do you know that? Skybound is getting ready to do a book that's almost that exact same pitch. We nailed it. Just on the delivery of it, and then we had Omer on. As soon as he said, "Well, I can't tell you much about it, but it is said in Italy," and I said, "So you know Vespa's are going to be involved one way or the other." And Vespa was the (laughs) end goal. And I'm like, "Holy crap! How do I know?" I even I I even texted Omer. I was like, "I called it on the Vespa." He's like, "You know how hard I had to I I had to fight the earth to go." Oh my god, you were absolutely right. Guess what? Like I couldn't tell you any of that, and I wanted to so bad. So. I'm yeah, Vespa
1: is a big part. of It's not just you see Vespas on the street. It's actually you know. It, it,
0: it is the end goal. It is it end is end the Excalibur the that they're yeah, trying exactly. to reach. Yeah. So yeah, and, which I get it. which to me maybe it's because of our interview with Omar leading to the visual realization that I was on are correct about it. It made me more excited because I was like, are they going to get that Vespa now? Was my prediction that accurate? And I felt fantastic about uh, hitting it. And maybe <laughs> because of all those things and the fact that Omar. Is working with pixar and he's bringing his talents to it and you know i even texted you the screenshot of when his name came on the credits because you mm-hmm. got to be excited you got to yeah. you, you got to support your peoples um of all that i i i i, I almost want to rank it higher but i have to be realistic i, I don't want to just blow people up just for the sake of blowing people up so that's why i said like i i i want to give it like an a a plus because i also know i have to take my own biases out of the way so with, what what I see versus kind of like, you know, the, 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 the paradigm shift between what you require out of a movie and what I require out of a movie. I kind of give it an A- minus because I felt like it could have had a little bit more heart. But I feel like if you had more heart, there was a certain tone they were trying to hit across the movie as a whole. And if they would have had more heart, it would have sunk you down a little bit. And I think it would have slowed there's, there's the always pace.
1: ways of doing it. And the picture is... At the top of those who can. No, actually, like like that. No Soul that
0: and, and and, and <laughs> inside and a uh, 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 the inside inside out movie like inside Out, yeah, up. I mean, geez, up like the, the but the first 10 but those are grueling moments of of sinking that as a parent after I watch that movie I got to tell them I got to talk to my kids about their feelings and that is just uh, so much work. So the no, fact,
1: I, of course, I get. It. I said this. I said this is more for kids and more exactly I mean, more kid friendly than anything else. It's just a preference. I like when they do more that. That's all it is. It's still a very good film. I mean, it's not up there with like you know the and Incredibles. Obviously, it's not. It's not to that level. Toy I, Story I I
0: I definitely I def- keep but, it. I I put it in and like in like the, the first two Toy Stories, the first two Cars. Uh, I feel like this isn't in, in that world of. of I'll, of I'll the movies. give you the
1: car because cars is okay for me. That was the first time when they didn't hit a home run. It was the first Cars It was fine, but it wasn't what we had seen before. Was it Monsters Inc.
0: Monsters Five Inc. Nemo. Well finding me my feel is a dull too, but Monsters Inc. I I, I would put this Monster with Monster Z- I would put this with Monsters Inc., I would put this with the first car for the first two cars and the first two toy stores. I would put this in that realm of like How you just take toys- it. Wow, okay. Yeah, because well, the first two sorcerers were fun. They weren't like these epic. You were like, go go back, go back and watch the first Toy Story. I have. I, I, I have too with the kid. It's fantastic, but it's it's not a compelling story. It is mostly you're impressed with the love of CG and the fact that it's a fun romp. It's not like oh my god, it really hit me in my adult thinking about my kid feels. Toy Story three will make a grown man cry. Toy Story one is just fun, and I felt like Luca was just fun, and that's why I feel like I put Luca. In that monster, zinc in the first two Toy Stories, first two Cars, in that realm of things, and definitely better than a Bug's Life.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. Like it's a little better than Brave. I said it's, it's you know, it's just so, it's, I don't think it's as good as Coco.
0: Oh no, Coco is like I said. Once again, Coco is in the, is in that up great. category. It's yeah, in that it's, Inside it's, Out yeah, category. The So
1: like you, know, you have you know the operation of, of Pixar films, five or six, whatever, however, whatever is in your category. Then yeah, then they're all fighting in the middle. Right, a couple at the end, with like you know, cards
0: too. Think of like, it like this way: Legend there's Dinosaur. when you look at Marvel movies, you know, you have your End Games, you have your Winter Soldiers, you have uh, your your Ragnaroks, or first Guardians, like you have these like upper echelon movies, and then you have these like good echelon movies, and then you got the bottom ranks, which is like your Thor: The Dark World and shit like that, right? Yeah. So I that to me, a uh, 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 Luca is is it's in, in the middle. it's in that it's in that middle level. It's not upper echelon. Uh, but, it's an, but it's it's like that solid, like w- good. Like there's nothing wrong with the movie. Everyone's gonna enjoy it. But you uh, you've seen when they hit all ten cylinders, and this is hitting like a nine cylinders. Right.
1: But listen, a, a, a okay solid Pixar movie is still better than most animated films. That's true. That's true. You know, let's be honest. No one does it better than Pixar. No. And Marvel Marvel's not there yet because they don't have the um, the longevity as Pixar does. Right. As far as consistency, yeah. they can yeah. in well, ninety yeah. ninety five, so they have at least fifteen years on one. Sure. It more. And so. But but Pixar for since its inception has been top the most consistent studio out there. I don't think
0: there's any debate. And this this is another consistently yeah. good movie. Oh, like, yeah, it's consistent. So yeah, it's, good. So, it's definitely worth watching. Absolutely. So definitely worth watching. Uh, and and if you if you want to get a little more insight on 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 Luca or uh or Omar's uh, to getting to pixar which is being inspired by marvel comics uh definitely listen to our omar san cristobal luca episode uh available now for free uh on our on our on our on our streams so there you go uh so what we got next jose
1: next stick with disney plus uh bad batch episode eight yes eight and uh and it's funny because we had talked about when we're gonna see crosshair again when that reunion came to fruition and (laughs) lo and behold those who ask, those who get. So That's right. we got, we finally got you know them together again, so to speak. We, uh, crosshairs caught out with them. Yeah. Um, good episode. You know, solid episode. Uh, I, I was, really like there was a moment there where I thought this may be the best show of the year, when the bounty hunter at the end, you know, shoots. Um, yes. Hunter. And then he shoots Omega. Man, I saw the ring for a second. I'm like, yes. I thought about that. Things came out. I'm like, ah, stun mode. When
0: I saw that, I was like, like, Jose just so bummed out. He's like, oh man, here comes the dream.
1: That that was like, you know, Batman going down the stomach. Then he comes back (laughs) up again. You know, wait a minute. Um, finish the job. So something smells fishy.
0: uh, <laughs> so
1: that being said, uh, but no, I mean that, that that notwithstanding, it was a good episode. It was a, you know again another solidish episode. Again, this you know the, it hasn't the show hasn't quite reached great heights or anything like that, but it's, it's laying a
0: lot of the groundwork, man. And like yeah. listen, they yeah. brought they, not only did they bring back Crosshair, but they brought back Cad Bane. And if you're a fan yeah, of, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, of yeah. the of the Clone Saga, Cad Bane is like Cad Bane is the Bubba Fett of the of the Clone Wars uh, anime series. Like it mm-hmm. is like he is the bounty hunter to beat yes. He's the one who's been able to go repeatedly toe to toe with Jedi's. still walk out with like on his own terms more or less so like it is it it is and he never went out like a bitch on 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 a jetpack so right there cad bane (laughs) has a one-up on bubba fett on that thing and to see him back in and to see him be like he put it right out there He was like i fought clones so much i know how to handle them and his 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 skill set his experience let him get the one-up on Hunter? I mean, that just puts you... The, that's, you know, the level that Cad Bane is functioning now. So, I got super excited to see him. I will say, I thought it was going to be uh, Fennec Shen. Uh, because... Only because she had been introduced. She's oh, on it. Right, I go... Right. So, oh, right, she... That
1: was kind of an odd choice. Not to have her come back. Right. I think.
0: Because yeah, you, but... you put the groundwork yeah. to bring her in. I So, I thought yeah. definitely they're gonna, this is going to be the payoff. Because she is hunting yeah. them. You're so... Right. Yeah. But the fact that they that they went with Cat Bane, still super excited. Even my son was like, "Oh, is that the guy from the cartoon series?" I go, "Yeah, man." So he didn't even know the name. I, I'm I'm the geek, so I know the name. But like he he able, able to reference it. My daughter was super excited about it. My daughter was actually this is the this was almost like. Her version of like a mini version of experiencing like Avengers, uh, Infinity War or Empire Strikes Back. She was like, "Oh, they took her!" Like she was bummed out. Oh,
1: gotcha. Okay. So
0: she was bummed out about the fact that they took her, and now like, yeah, he's so so. Hunter got hurt. They escaped. Uh, I will say a really funny moment is when they. Uh, I love the fact that Crosshair, since he knows how the Bad Batch works, was able to use their systematic uh, 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 planning, like they, they had a certain code, like Plan Seven. Can we do this? Mm-hmm. He knew how they'll think, so he outthought them to trap them. And then when he told when they, when the Bad Batch was hiding out in the engine of the old starship destroyer, he told them to turn on the engine, and so they blew out the sides of the port so they can escape the engine blast. And the engine blast took out a bunch of Stormtroopers, including Crosshair, and his face got burned, my daughter goes, ha, he's like Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender. I was like, that is a good pull, sweetie. I enjoy wow. <laughs> that reference because his face all bandaged up too. She's like, look, it's like Zuko. And I was like, yeah, but most of his face, not just even like a side of it. Like, pretty funny. So I don't know if that's going to affect his chip based on the positioning of it, kind of like what happened with Wrecker. But right. uh, I, I I did like to see like his... his Complete and total obsession by following the order sixty six, being loyal to the empire because of that inhibitor chip, and that leading to him being hurt, almost like a Vader situation. I want. I'm very interested whether what that, where that takes Crosshair to the point that when he gets the chip removed, if he gets the chip removed, when it happens, um, will what he did to himself in the pursuit of trying to go after Bad Batch, will that just make him angrier at what they did to him, or that make him more? Guilt-ridden. I want to see where that plays out because I find that would be a very interesting turn for the character in terms of, like what what he's done to himself for the sake of quote-unquote following orders and what that means to his relationship with the Bad Batch. I find that really exciting to see what's going to happen next. So uh, I I I think this is uh, probably the second best episode out of the whole series. Uh, I like what's going on. Uh, I, I I know that you're still bummed out because Echo uh, because uh, Omega's still alive, mm. but uh i think i think overall uh it's it was a, a another solid uh step in the series and you said that, so there's a are right you said this, there's 16 episodes for that's this for,
1: 14 to 16 14 to right. 16 so, okay so we still got we still got some ways to go if it's 16 obviously we're halfway through if right right 14 we still got six left well, sure a lot. um but that that's what i heard i mean i'll double check now so uh, on that one a little bit later okay um and again, let's do a trifecta of Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously, yeah. Uh, you know, we all us get to the main course, obviously, is what we're here to talk about. And that's Loki, episode two. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, which we both really loved, uh, enjoyed a lot. Oh, yeah. Episode one. And, uh, you know, off the bat, I'll say this one I thought was just as good as the first one. And it was a little bit different. Uh, yes. As well. Uh, obviously, it didn't have all the exp- exposition, which, which necessary exposition the first one had. Sure. Um, it still did summed up, but obviously gave us it moved the story a little more forward. Yeah. Expecting to see. And, you know, this is not a huge surprise. We, t- we mentioned about Lady Loki, her reveal and all that. And I'll get to her in a second. But overall, I thought it was a very, very, very good episode, man. This, is, this show is really like, shaping up well.
0: I was surprised how quickly they changed the status quo. Like, I thought you're going to get at least one episode of sort of like uh, a day in the life of being a TVA agent uh, going through the functionalities of trying to find the opposite Loki variant. And they did that for maybe like 20 minutes and then it shifts and you're like, whoa. And It, it, and- it had to.
1: It's only six episodes. So you have to kind of get on with it. You know, if you look at it, movie structure, the first act was episode one, right? Right. So now, one act two, they have to get to that point. So I, I'm happy that they did that. But I will say this, and this jumping ahead, but what the hell, you brought it up, right? Sure. It's obviously, the reveal of Lady Loki, right? Right. Is it me or a couple of things here, a couple of clues that this may not be who we think she is? Okay. Because it is a quick reveal. Right. Right. Obviously, there's something more behind her.
0: One of her I horns notice. are even broken on on her yeah, Loki. Yeah, there's oh, something like there right.
1: that uh, more than meets the eye, if you will. Than we're getting, and usually when they're presented that quick, it's because that's exactly the case. Exactly. That being said, there's a couple of things, of dialogue when he's fighting her. Is, I would never hit myself that way, or I would never take that approach with her, taking the mind control, for example. Right. Stuff like that. that just make it seem that maybe she's not really a Loki variant at all.
0: Hmm.
1: What do you think about that? Uh,
0: I, hmm. We think she's a Loki
1: variant. But I she's, I, she's I, something
0: else. I, I I'll put this. I do think she's a Loki variant, but I don't think she's the big bad Loki. I think she's working in conjunction with another Loki of the which is really the most dangerous Loki, which I we, we talked about on the last episode, which is the Eichel Loki. uh, I low key spelled backwards, right? Which uh, which is right, uh, Richard E. Grant, because he's he was not been introduced in this series as of. Yet, but it, know,
1: it's funny because I'm it's funny because I just checked me this morning. I was curious because uh-huh. it when we looked last week when you brought it up, and like, Oh, that's right. And I saw him, it says five episodes, right? But now it says four episodes,
0: aha! <laughs>
1: so I don't think they really fully know how many he's in
0: right? They so, think they're, just, they're just hedging their bets and whatever yeah, it lands.
1: They just, well, they'll just say six, uh, eventually, they're going to be right, right? Um, two, two no, episodes, nine, two, one, two, one, okay, there it is, unless he's not in there at all, so exactly. I mean, yeah, I think there's something there, but I—I'm I, just saying, just a the theory that means nothing. Just because of things that he said and huh? I reveal earlier over her, okay, maybe there's obviously something more uh, afoot here. Obviously, we know it's—it's it's, it's not that simple. I he, mean, maybe it is, and what we're from, thinking it.
0: From what I've noticed, if you look at Loki's history in the regular MCU, uh, Loki's never really been the guy who works by himself. He's always working in tangent with somebody else, whether it's uh, his. Uh, when when he in, in Thor one he was working with the frost giants and Thor in Thor two he was working with Thor to 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 defeat the dark elves just to reassert himself in power and in, in Thor Ragnarok he was working with the Grandmaster and in, in Endgame you realize that uh, way back since Avengers he was actually working for uh, for happened. for Thanos so he's always worked with somebody one way or the other so to see. Lady Loki up here, and think this is all her plan? I don't think so. And I think, no, no, I think because of that, there's only two options it's either a worse version of Loki, which is Eichel, or, and I've heard this band-aided around across the internet, people are thinking maybe Lady Loki is working with Kang the Conqueror, which is being played by Jonathan Majors, which is going to feature in uh, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Ant-Man. Quantumania. I don't know if it's going to be that. Um, I think it'd be kind of cool. But I, I would actually prefer it being an uh, like this super evil Loki that's using her. Maybe he's got something over her that he's using. Sort of how like, Loki tried to recruit her for his quote-unquote plan. Right. He recruited her because he had something over her, and that's how he, she was able to. He was able to make sure that he follows. Her. She follows his plan from a distance. Uh, you know, so almost like that plausible deniability. You know, True. I'm not doing it. I'm a proxy. I feel like she's working as his proxy because it,
1: it, it could very real, 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 real well be the case. But I know sometimes. Marvel will, and, and there's not an indictment on them, but they will take the easy way out. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. You're right. You Somebody the like, easiest he, he, answer is the, is the correct right. answer. It's just, it's just her, and that's it. And that yeah. could very well be the case, right? right? I know with WandaVision, we all, Mephisto. And right. Mephisto. We all get excited and nothing came to fruition. It was really think I got the Harkness, and that was it.
0: Right? Uh, that um, was, you know. Unless Richard E. Grant is Boner from the future.
1: <laughs> God, if you got an older Boner. An older, uh, runner, uh, I
0: guess, uh, older right? Boner? Like, if, if, if it's not that, then I think he's the main big bad. I, 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 I'm assuming, again,
1: yeah, it doesn't say who he plays, and obviously the, the episode counts and continues to decrease into that. <laughs> um, but uh, you mentioned Ken earlier, and, and I. I, saw, I heard this the other day. I don't. Know. You, you can enlighten us more. Sure. But uh, what's her face? Um, uh, the judge, uh, Ravona. Yes. Um, R- R- Red Slayer. Uh, Ravona Red R- 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 Um, this history between her and Kang in the comics. Is yes, the case. I,
0: she's right. actually Kang's uh, love interest, uh, uh, second lieutenant in command. Uh, the the reason he goes so far to take over uh, large swaths of the multiverse. Uh, it's not for his need to for power control but it's also to help save her timeline in the comics uh so uh now in because she's part of the tva i don't know if maybe kang was uh, a tva agent who discovered the truth about what the time uh what the time lords are doing and so that's why he goes which is very ancient because in this episode they did a whole thing about like what does your belief say about your reality and right. so you know, great
1: conversation by the way. they are talking.
0: Great, great. Gra- I mean, I mean, like, the, the, if you want I'm to talk about, that. like, if you give me half an episode of just yeah. them talking like that, I'm in. Like, that's so they're 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 so good together. They're so you? good, and yeah. it's it's almost like watching a sword fight with words because they're always yeah. taking the other person's attack and switching it on himself and redirecting what it's supposed to mean. And so when Loki was asking about like. Uh, what's the beginning of time? Files. What's the end of time? And he explains like the the, the time masters are working at the end of time and uh, unraveling to make it a final, the perfect timeline. After that, we all get to uh, be at peace at the end of time. Uh, that's almost like the heaven. Like if you live a good life, you get to be at the afterlife. You know, and that kind of stuff. And it, that that almost invokes the same as guardian thing. Where if you die a hero, you go get to go to Valhalla. So, it's the the, the similarities as 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 a as uh mobius points out about like it doesn't if you really think too hard about where your origins are it's everything sounds ridiculous but if you just take about like what you're doing now for the sake of the better good or the or the better evil of of what you believe in that's what's important and i i like that thing because it gives both of them uh, a validation to do what they're doing and a way out in case either one learns that what they're doing is wrong and I found that a really interesting kind of like way yeah. to kind of take those two elements together and go th- as weird and as different as they are, they're e- essentially the same as long as, you know, you're doing it for the better good. Because if you're doing it for, the, for, the, for for your own selfish reasons, it'll always go sideways. And
1: yeah. I I, and I think, and obviously, I'll, I'll, two things. One, I'll say, we're going to see Owen Wilson a Jet Ski by the end of the show. Oh, absolutely. Obviously. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's, come on. Um, but it's almost as if, and this is just me reading into it. Like the villain of the show, just may be the TBA.
0: Um There's something there. What I've, it? A I've heard, with and I, her? I've heard about that, and I, I, I will I will go another way. I don't they're think the TVA the T- but they're not. I don't think the TBA is a villain. I think villain. I think they're the time not. the 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 time lords or the time mass whatever they're called they're the villains. Because oh, wait,
1: but the, the pawns are the, are the biggest scheme, right? Right, or, right. Or, or, or it's, maybe, like
0: they may be even behind like
1: the very Loki.
0: Watch stuff, when you think. when you watch the Wizard of Oz, the Emerald City isn't in on what the Wizard is doing. They're, right, right. So I feel like that the TVA the they, they're just pawns, yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Like 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 O Wilson has no clue, which is why they, no. they harp on that conversation with the belief that's what he believes. Exactly. He's not. He doesn't question it, right? And exactly, it's gonna, hit him, it's gonna hit him in the face. Like, oh wait a minute, all this time. I was this. You know, I'll give I, you. I, I'll I give you. We're, ha- we're gonna have that moment. I
0: think. Like, well, I think there's gonna be a, uh, the. I think the big reveal is that uh, whoever the big bad is, whether it's Eichel or whether it's Kang, it's one of them discovered that the TVA, the, the guys controlling the TVA, which is the Time Lords, the Time Masters, whatever, they are the vil- timekeepers. They are the villains, and right, so that's what I'm referring to. They're, they're gonna. They're gonna. The big fight will eventually remove the timekeepers It'll stop the big bad, and then it'll be up to the TVA themselves to kind of figure things out. But because they're going to realize that the timekeepers have been lying, they're going to go, we don't know which multiverse should be the right one. So we're going to keep everything as is, and our job is just to make sure that neither one bumps into the other. Perhaps. And, of,
1: that's going to be something like that, yeah. Or once is forced to retire, hence 40s and Jetski. Exactly. exactly.
0: Uh, or think well, 40s, what? do, you, do, think, anymore, do you think there might be a moment where where owen wilson is dying and as as he dies in loki's arms he projects an, an illusion of him on a jet ski and that's his like parting gift as he dies
1: i don't think he goes down like that though you don't I mean, think so I'd be so? surprised if he goes down yeah i really would if he's gonna end up in a jet ski i don't see him dying it could happen Don't me be wrong the only way he can be on the jet ski on vacation either or he takes a vacation and goes jet skiing at the like, end credit scene or something right or he sees what's really going on behind the TVA, right? Right. He sees the man behind the curtain, if you will, and he's like, "I can't do this anymore. I don't believe in this anymore." And he quits and he's chilling. You or know, he's he, like, or he, or, something like that.
0: Or if he, if he sees that the timekeepers are full of shit, and so he's like, "I'm still going to work with TVA, but I'm going to give myself a little bit of vacation time before I go back into it." That's some yeah. vacation. Like I don't, think, I don't, think He doesn't I, die. I, die I, but think, think, but I mean, I could see a scenario like that. I think it's going to do two ways. It's either he takes some time, some well-deserved time off, or. He's dying, and Loki projects him on, on 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 a jet ski as as is soothing. It's almost like you know in those war movies, where, like, "It's not that bad. You're gonna make it," you know, kind of thing. Yeah, no, of course. That's yeah. that. I was. It's gonna go one of two ways. So, but because everyone, I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, you know, this just means he's gonna end up in a jet ski in the series." If he's Owen Wilson dies and he gives a projection once again, it'll just give him more credit to why we should write something because all our predictions mostly mine but all our predictions have been so spot on that you cannot deny the uh the ability of the the badassery of this show is what i'm saying
1: can't, can't argue with that thank you um but i mean th- but that's an interesting because i know that kind of conversation really for me just it was just more than this two guys talking about it, yeah. the belief thing obviously someone's belief and it's going to be on wilson's is going to be put to the test absolutely you know and then that's why that, that's why that conversation is there right it's writing one-on-one so I'd be shocked if for some reason he doesn't find something. that'd be the whole TVA as a whole, but someone maybe within the TVA or something there that's going on that shouldn't be happening
0: and all this what stuff, if you know, being orchestrated by
1: someone in an organization and it what really if, kind of
0: puts him off. What if? Uh, uh, bold theory over here, uh, completely reckless, but what if, when if they discover that the timekeepers are full of shit, the series ends with Loki and Mobius heading the TVA because yeah, be interesting. because this way you kind of give Loki that heroic path moving forward but he also mm-hmm. given him that thing like I run this I am the king of time
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they, because they, they, because they gotta got do something with him obviously he can't be inserted back in the timeline well, exactly or maybe there's a variant with this one that's missing a variant I don't know they might just insert him on that one he can live his life I, I don't know what, what the plan is but you're right a good way to keep him there and I had someone mentioned this before where he just may be part of it, or that's his new role. I think
0: he runs it. it. I, th- I don't think it's, yeah, if yeah, the, it's if the, kind of like a man in black kind of thing. Exactly. If, if of the timekeepers yeah. turn out to be the, the real, the the true bad guy, or, or one of two big bads on top of the Eichel Kang situation, the way they get to resolve it to keep Loki on the heroic path, while so feeding into his narcissism, is he becomes one of the uh, of the of like the the, 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 the almost like a uh, the board of directors of the new TVA. And I
1: don't so, know that. I would say more just just like he's part, he's a partner. Okay, like him, because him and Owen Wilson together in future shows. Be, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, oh my yeah, God. Oh. You,
0: you already secured 40% of why that show is going to be awesome. That's just one awesome. of those two guys.
1: That's what I'm saying. I think that that's a gold opportunity to keep him there and keep this. Kind of show, It'd be a fun show, like give me a black show or something goes wrong. They go out there and bring it, make it fake. They fix it and now once and again,
0: not to not to keep bragging about how great our show is, but we did have John Levine on the show. Now John uh, showed up in the first episode, and if you remember, John said, "I know for a fact I'm in at least in two and one more episode. I'm in two episodes at least, maybe more. But as of right now, he's listed as two. Right. Based on just this big turn that we've seen in the show, what do you think? John Le- happens to John Levine's character or what do you think John Levine oh, does And know do you see I'm excited about this because just on the because what John Levine said I thought there was going to be at least two or three episodes like uh, almost like treading water before you make the big turns but because of this big flux and we know he's in one more episode what is going to happen to his character It
1: could be IDBing us in seven two episodes and I, know, so I, just <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know I mean I don't know that is a possibility possibility, <laughs> Let, possibility. That, that's not rule that I complete right that's possibility. a possibility uh, so who knows, right? Uh, man, I, I don't, I don't think I'll anticipate a big role. Maybe it is a big part, but I think someone else, whoever, whether they're very low key, whoever they catch, catch somebody and they kind of go through the same thing and he's there talking to them about what they
0: said do you think maybe it might be a thing where if they catch her another uh variant and, and for whatever reason the f- end episode is much like the first episode where he just shows up again is like sign this and that's kind of right, how it is exactly. something like that or, okay okay last
1: episode but something like that, that's what i'm thinking I, mean, I just don't know just based on what who he plays i, I mean how big in the big picture how would that fit him with the rest I well it could I mean,
0: it could be that. the same thing where you know uh, someone attacks the tva and unfortunately he gets murked you know that could that could be an option too. We don't We're know. To go
1: back and hey, did did someone say something? Can you check on that? And he he pulls up the file. Or something well, the, you know, like, I I said I this, I, that, I, you know
0: I, I brought that up. I said that that there's a you know he, John couldn't tell us too much, but from what I understand, um, another option he could have is like as they're going through the the uh, trying to figure out they're trying to put the story together. You know, much like every good mystery crime thing where they're going to reevaluating documentation and go, what about this? Kind of like how Loki figured out. That the variant they're looking for is hiding out in apocalypse level events because whatever you do doesn't matter because that part's going to get wiped out anyway. It's going to be something where such a great concept. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's, there's the uh, whatever the when they're trying to literally figure out what the truth is, they go back to what someone said in their lifetime and go through every line. And that's where they find, like, aha. This doesn't match that, and this means this. So, boom, you got it. So, right, something like yeah, something
1: along those lines, or I'll, I'll throw one way off theory. Okay, let's see. This is like bonkers theory, but you never know. Now he's Mephisto. John, <laughs> no, 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 no. John's character, you know, the, the TVA. Let's some TVA is attacked. Sure. Right? All this goes on. after have to reboot or whatever, right? So the whole, the whole staff changes, and unfortunately, John's role now is taken over by Richard Grant. Which shows ha! the B, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Just saying. So, if that's
0: the case, do you feel like John's character then becomes if you own Wilson character, and he becomes uh, sort of like a, a field agent as well?
1: Maybe, or oh, becomes the guy with the fish guy. He moved up. That's moved true. In the yeah, with the that
0: guy. would be that would be kind of interesting. That would be kind of I mean, interesting. Well, who knows, right? <laughs> That'd be kind of I, you know what you know what I'm I'm uh when we when we post this episode let's tag John Levine and ask him to listen to us he is, let us know if, if if anything we're predicting is correct that's
1: true any of my theories that have uh, hold any water you
0: know that I think that'd be a lot of fun that's good I like that see uh, see it would
1: yeah. be amazing Richard
0: Oh man oh my God are you kidding me like <laughs> talk about us nailing over and over again like hire be, us because we are killing the game we're killing it we got we're, be- we, we're, we're we're nailing <laughs> all the predictions.
1: Oh man, that'd be too funny. Uh but <laughs> now that being said, <laughs> such a good show. I can't wait for Wednesdays now. I'm like I'm excited about okay, let's see where this is going. So and actually and I didn't watch some of the later trailers on purpose. Yes. So I know I, I know you mentioned some scenes. I I I'm going in pretty cold. Okay. The first trailer really just gave us majority of the first episode. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I mean, it could have been a couple of scenes or quit. So I'm like I'm like blank blank canvas here, so I'm excited. You know, I, I know nothing which is great. Um but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. If,
0: if I if I could recommend the viewing order, I would say Loki first, Lucas second, Bad Batch third. I feel like that's Oh a, no, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's yeah. the, the 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 best viewing order for the weekend. It, obviously all three shows Disney Plus, so since you're going to be at a one-stop shop, watch uh, Loki first Lucas second Bad Batch it'll be it'll be uh, a six uh, almost like a five six hour event for your day it's a great if you got if you don't know what to do for Father's Day and you haven't seen any of these shows watch in that order and uh, you know it, uh, have meal breaks in between and just I'll, have I'll a, say what put on Bad Batch
1: like if you want to really make this like the greatest day ever right uh-huh. got Loki fantastic Loki great movie put on Bad Batch obviously it doesn't hold a candle in terms of quality of other two but right. if you stop it right with for Omega shot <laughs> Stop it. i just think she died oh my god talk about the trilogy of trilogies
0: create your own head cannon just you're from that this, moment i'm
1: thinking this later that's what i'm saying and i don't watch any more bad batches that. that's like the. the that's, that's the, it that's your that's your series, series ender that's died. it what's the point of the show that's
0: it that's it walk away like a champion <laughs> it's it i mean i mean granted at that point you're literally just creating fan fiction but yeah you can do that <laughs>
1: It's sometimes fan fiction is better than some of the stuff that we get. Uh, listen, uh, I, 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 I'm looking I at you. Star Wars.
0: I'm looking at you, DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God. This the 10 JJ Abrams going to take over Bad Batch, and you want to watch it. <laughs>
0: That. No, you gotta watch the beginning. Just don't watch the end. You gotta watch <laughs> the beginning, nest not at the end, and you're good.
1: Oh, time you've seen the beginning. You saw the first episode. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, touche,
0: touche. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But guys, this has been the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. We really appreciate all the, uh, the, uh, the 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 love we're getting. All the people who are starting to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. So if you have not followed us before, please follow us. We have on Instagram. We are at nerdsplaining pod on Twitter. We're at nerdsplaining underscore. Um, You can check out all our episodes on Ericdasilva.com. They're also available on Pandora. uh, Also on Spotify. We're going to get going on Stitcher in a little bit. We'll keep you updated on that. And uh, also... Uh, you know, hit us up with like news articles you want us to talk about. Like, for example, the uh, the the Batman Catwoman uh, 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 Shitty Lover uh, uh, news <laughs> segment that was sent by a fan that hit us up and said, "Hey, listen, I thought about, I saw this, and I thought you guys should talk about it." So we love that interaction. We love you uh, following up. We love you telling us about uh, uh, news stories or opinions on it. all that is fantastic. Just thank you so much for that. We have, we have tons of great guests. Uh, slotted to come forward to be on the show and we'd love for you to to, to listen to those and if you have if anyone you would love for us to try to reach out to, uh, to have on the show, let us know, but well, who knows, we, we, we might get them on so we, we would love to have that kind of interaction and Jose, why don't you tell the nice people where they can listen to you as well
1: Ask me my other podcast, The Real Mentors Podcast, of course, with a primarily focus on television.
0: And guys, uh, once again, as I said, you can listen to all our episodes on com. You can also order my comedy album, Adorably Offensive, uh, available on all the uh, uh, places where you can get albums, whether it's Amazon or, or Apple or Spotify or Pandora. All those are available there. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, uh, the fact that you know every every week or so i get a little notice of how many people bought my albums and i appreciate that and so thank you so much and uh, continue supporting us or myself i really appreciate that And we have so many other great shows coming up uh so many other special guests that we can't talk about yet but we will uh get to those and i think you'll be very excited about that and i'm sure we can get john levine on uh either when the series is over or after his next cameo to kind of uh shoot the shit with him about like what it was about that and uh, i i it's going to be fun, and I'm very excited about what we have coming up next. And as always, I'm really excited about watching all the new nerd stuff that's coming up here. And we, me and Jose have so many new things that we're planning for this show and our uh, expansion of what the show is going to be that we can't even talk about to you yet, but we're working on it. The summer is going to be really big. The fall is going to be fantastic. And uh, once again, guys, thank you for listening to Nerds Planning Podcast, because if you don't know, now you know. Peace.
1: Peace.